0: Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and uh, my guest today is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. And we're gonna talk today about the rather dramatic increase in online Alexander teaching that's taken place over the past several weeks, and what the implications of that are, and what, uh, for those uh, teachers who have not uh, experimented with it, w- some thoughts about how they might want to begin. Um, so, uh, Imogen, welcome to
1: the show. Thank you, Robert. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so um, I'd, I'd like to begin with a quote um, by a Swedish teacher, Marie, Maria Bennett, who uh, is one of many, many teachers who really just started teaching online and has been um, almost, I would say, shocked by how efficient it is or how helpful it can be. And this is what she wrote, and I think it it says a lot. She writes, and this is on Facebook where she posted it, so fascinated by this new teaching medium, so much of the hands-on work can turn into fixing and showing the student something that they maybe just needed time to discover for themselves. Uh, This is my experience this morning with a student. She suddenly understood how she can do this Alexander thinking for herself and was itching to go off and play. And then she adds, this is definitely making me a better hands-on teacher as well. So looking forward to coming back to that with these skills. And I think that sums up a lot of what's going on right now.
1: Yeah, that's so interesting. And that actually has been my own experience from when I first started experimenting with doing a little bit of um, online teaching with a good friend of mine over six years ago now um, and then I've done quite a bit more over these years and you know as we practice and I've also learned with a few teachers some things to, that have really helped me um, but that it has absolutely um, had a positive impact on my in-person Teaching. So after this whole COVID-19 situation is over and we can interact in person with people again, I think um, even if you decide that online teaching isn't maybe for you forever, you will have um, learned some things that will help you um, be a better teacher, basically. I think so.
0: I think so. One of my pet peeves has always been that I find that students who have had traditional lessons if, if they have a lesson with me, one of the first things I'll ask them is um you know what, what do you I ask them what their understanding of Alexander directions are, self directions are and very few of them have any idea of how they might use that For themselves it's it's uh, kind of shocking and with online teaching if you teach if you teach a student directions online they will then know how to do it
1: yeah absolutely because there's no hands to help do the thinking for them right (laughs) there's no coming back to a teacher for
0: a fix it just isn't possible it's clearly on you the student to uh to 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 learn this material, and it's um it is incredibly as we said in an earlier podcast it's incredibly empowering for students to uh yeah to be in that in that position um <clears throat> so i wonder uh i mean the people that we hear about her teaching of course are people who are on Facebook primarily, which is where the really interesting discussions are going on. Um, but for someone perhaps who's not on Facebook or who has sort of watched this from the sidelines, uh, what would you suggest to a teacher who is hesitant about exploring online teaching?
1: Well, the way I started was by exploring in what felt a very safe way with a friend of mine. Um, So that could be you know so it it didn't didn't matter what the outcome was you know in fact i didn't know i didn't know whether this online teaching stuff would work at all when i first started um very very pleasantly pleased and surprised so maybe finding a very low stakes way to explore would be the first way to dip your toes in um
0: um, or another another possibility would be a student that you already have from before, Yes. and you put it you put it to them as an experiment in learning, and so no one has to worry about achieving any specific results, and which just is see what happens. Kind of all, always the case, really, which right? was always the case, but. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I think we Alexander teachers are um, not immune from end gaining in our
1: in our thinking. <laughs> really uh, yeah, yeah I found that to be the case again yeah no that's a great yes yeah, yeah. so that's true too a current student or that you've had you know that you're very have a good rapport with um, would be perfect right
0: might be worth um, when this this podcast is not really about specific instructions on how to do online teaching but it does seem to me there are certain aspects of the technique that would be a great place to start because they are so easily teachable online i mean one of the things that jumps out at me is constructive rest yeah Uh, that really um I mean, a lot of people can learn that completely on their own without a teacher. Where a teacher could come in handy might be in... um, Helping calibrate the the height of books under yeah. the students' head, something like
1: that. And you can fit, you can sort out the cameras so you can, you know, check how they're setting themselves up. You can um, maybe give some suggestions how they get in and right. out of the uh, constructive rest yes, position. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of benefit to um, giving a little guidance as they lie there, things to. Think about and be aware of.
0: Right. I mean, there there are a lot of things you can do with constructive rest. Uh, you can just get you can just show someone how to do it and not tell them anything to, to specifically do during it. But then after after <clears throat> excuse me, they're uh, they're comfortable with it. You can add thoughts, directions that would be very useful for them while they're in constructive rest. So it's kind of an open-ended process. So that, (coughs) excuse me, that's something for sure that um, I I think most teachers wouldn't have too much trouble doing.
1: Absolutely, and can be hugely beneficial. So that would be a very easy way to start with a brand new person and a very effective and useful tool that you're giving that person.
0: Right, and and another tool that you can give people pretty easily is some basic body mapping information. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need hands-on for that. Um, depending on the student and what they're interested in, uh, you might want to start with the head-neck relationship and go through that and get them to map it on themselves. And, um <clears throat> Or if it's someone who... Sits bones. Sits yeah. bones, oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, just waking people up to the fact that they have sits bones mm-hmm. and that those are perfectly designed to support them and move around on, on a chair can make a giant difference in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And some basic mapping around how the arms and hands and arms, elbows, how all those joints work when you move your arms to do something, like play a musical instrument or play piano or whatever, that something can be done online pretty easily too. So there's some things that you can do online that really don't really necessarily require any hands-on guidance.
1: Right, I'm, I'm thinking back to, especially when I first started, but i mean i still draw on these things to this day if you've done any sort of group teaching where you guide explorations for the whole group they can often be really um useful um things to bring into online teaching
0: right because or, yeah. they
1: you know they're not involved hands on to start with uh, most likely
0: right and and let 's not forget that if what you want to do is teach groups online um, zoom for <laughs> example, allows you to do that absolutely, pretty much yeah. as many people as you want <laughs> um, yep. on zoom uh, now the other the other area that i i've always tended to emphasize in my in my own teaching has been teaching teaching students how to use Alexander directions.
1: Yeah, I s- uh, yeah. pretty much start with that now. Well, yes.
0: I some, I sometimes, I've learned not to always start with that yeah. online, but but I certainly get into it pretty quickly within a lesson or two. But, you know, what we have today that we didn't have 20 years ago is we have some vastly superior directions that we can use in my opinion, and I'm thinking of freedom directions and some some of the negative, so-called negative uh, directions. They they are way easier to teach somebody, and they're more effective, too, than a lot of the traditional directions.
1: I agree. I think the traditional directions tend only to be effective if you can... Have a strong association with what um, they mean, which has probably been brought to you through many hands on experiences yeah, um, yeah. and um, and I guess the downfall of course is trying to re- recreate that experience, but most teachers have ways they try and guide their students out of that. Yeah. Um, I am a big fan of many other ways, including you know the freedom directions. That's I am free to, or my um, my neck is free. Way of expressing directions or thoughts, mm-hmm. um, the negative uh, or inhibitory directions. Um, and I also use uh, uh, Mio Morales's way of noticing ease. Um, mm-hmm. They all seem more accessible um um certainly initially, but also I mean, in the long term um to me yeah yeah and and I think um what what
0: I've emphasized a lot with with in person students and online students is it's not just learning what th- these directions but it's yeah. learning how to use them because. Yeah, there are a lot of ways you can use a direction, and some of them are not very helpful. Like you could <laughs> cling on to it, you could just say, "Well, I'm just going to think this 24/7," or or you <laughs> could, d- with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you could decide to modify it in some creative way, which probably is not going to work until you've really gotten some experience. In other words, yeah. people people have a lot of ways of taking a direction that you suggest they use. And creating their own version of it, which is not going to be very helpful. So you have to really, um, you have to work with people to make sure they actually are using the direction in the way you would like them to do. But all of that is not, none of that is inherently a hands-on process.
1: No, I mean, it's surprising how much you can observe Mm-hmm. um especially once you've done it quite a, you know a lot how much mm-hmm. you can observe through the computer screen
0: right. how much
1: you can hear from people's voices right and, and the changes in them mm-hmm. and um and you know of course their feedback <laughs> um, exactly um, you know and and
0: by the way in terms of feedback we should mention that my, i think most teachers who do Online lessons now will record the lesson and send a copy to the student. So the student make possibly for the first time ever in their life is Seeing views of themselves for example Sideways standing up or that sort of thing that they've never really seen before Mm. and they can often see the changes that come about from changes in how they're thinking about themselves as they as they move. So the, the student get and the student gets to play with that recording for as long as they want they could make, they, they may want to hear a certain explanation several times they can just right. play, you know so I know some teachers actually believe uh, that the uh, lesson is almost less important than the recording of the lesson.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite there. I'm but not I know, quite there either. I know, either,
0: but, but it, I know but what it, you yeah. mean.
1: And I'm thinking about this um, experimenting aspect, um, exploring, which I think is hugely important in any lesson. Um, but um, I guess a tip or advice, if you like, it may be very obvious, is to have your student play with contrast, contrasting how they... Normally, do something with when they are doing some sort of directing or constructive thinking, or comparing how when they think this particular thing, which they often think, with when they, um, you know, explore another direction. Um,
0: yeah, and i i th- i think i think students will often surprise you mm-hmm. with how much they notice.
1: Yeah. It's- yeah.
0: And I, I think just in sort of broader looking towards the future of Alexander teaching terms, I think what's going on now is going to affect Alexander teaching very significantly from now on. Because I think once people start to discover the usefulness of of online teaching, um, it's, it's just going to be... It, that's going to be part of their practice. And yeah,
1: absolutely. I, the things that I started out with doing more for online students are now in my in-person, or well, they were while I was doing in-person. I'm not, of course. Yes. Well, um, that,
0: that's what I found as well, that yeah. my online teaching has really affected my in-person teaching. But, you know, another thing is that with online teaching, Your potential student body is, you know, billions of people. And so one of the things that's happening now is teachers are are having students halfway around the world from them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes teachers in those countries are having students in your country. I mean, there's this amazing interaction going on um, that I think cuts through all kinds of different teaching styles, different uh, ways of thinking about the technique. Yeah. I just think it's opening up things in a way that is ultimately very healthy for the Alexander world. I know there are people who were and maybe still are appalled by, the, by online teaching, but I'm definitely not one of them from my mm-hmm. own experience.
1: Well, and, me neither. And it yeah. for me started very much as an experiment. I had no idea if it was going to be helpful. And what really um, um, convinced me was one, I was, you know, I knew I was being helpful to my friend who I started with. But I actually was able to see her in person several months later and gave her an in person lesson. And it was completely clear that this was not a beginner,
0: mm-hmm. her, yeah, her,
1: yeah. you know, um, it, and, you know, to me, that was the proof was in the pudding, if you know that. Expression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I think I think the bottom line of our conversation is if you if you're kind of on the edge of thinking, well, maybe I'll give it a try. We'll take, take a little risk and, and, and do so. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't think you have much to lose and you might, you might be really pleasantly surprised, uh, at the outcome.
1: I, I think you will be. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, there well, are plenty of resources that um, teachers who have been doing online work uh, are offering um, and help. And um, uh, another thing you could do was is get a session with an online someone who's been working online for a while. Sure, why not? And, I mean, that's, know, um, to kind of get a glimpse of how you know yeah. they're doing it. That could and, be another and, idea.
0: Right, and bear in mind that just as has always been the case with in-person lessons, there are some dramatic differences in the way different teachers teach this work.
1: Absolutely, and it's the same way. Very dramatic,
0: learning. I mean, yeah. extraordinarily dramatic differences. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, if, you're, if, if you really felt like you'd want to have some experience of it uh, before you jump into it teaching, well, then take, take a few lessons. Yeah. take lessons from different teachers um that would that would be a, a good strategy too but i also think if you're on the edge i would just jump in and try it yeah. see what happens yeah. I, I don't yeah. think you i don't think there's much risk there to that so i
1: don't, is there anything else you want to add to this yeah no i just completely agree go for it
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely well uh and i'll put some, i'll put a link to um uh a couple of facebook groups that are sort of uh places for exploring there's one group that is specifically devoted to online teaching that might be the most useful one to to join if you want um and or you don't even have to join you could just tune into it and then if you wanted to join you could um so yeah give it a go and um My my guest today has been Imogen Rigone, an Alexander teacher in Wilmington, Delaware, and uh, I'll put a link to her website as well. So, Imogen, thank you so much. Thank you, Robert.